0: For December 12th, this is the Weekly Rundown. Today, inflation, again, Starbucks unionizes and poached fresh halibut. But first, you should know that part of our team is traveling this week, so if you're listening to the audio version of the newsletter, you're probably noticing a different, more suave, more distinguished voice. Don't worry, our usual nasally midwestern half-asleep narrator will be back next week. But in the meantime, enjoy! We're looking for narrators, authors, and editors to join our team, so please do reach out if you'd like to join the fun. Let's start with our big idea. Yeah, yeah, inflation, inflation. We get it, dude. Inflation is on the rise. Do we really need to spend like four issues on this? Prices of consumer goods rose by almost 7% year-over-year last month, the largest rise in inflation in almost 40 years. New car prices continue to have a huge effect on that number, with the chip shortage crippling the industry. Restaurant prices have also increased by about 8% since last November, reflecting rising wages across the hospitality sector. What's confusing the heck out of businesses and economists is the asymmetry in demand for goods versus services. It makes sense to some degree. COVID is making it more difficult for people to travel and play, so inflation in service industries remains low. Instead of spending money on services, people are spending money on buying more goods, also known as trying to fill the heart-shaped hole in their chests with junk, resulting in crazy high inflation and things like the Consumer Price Index. This goods-services dynamic is the opposite of the typical economic recovery, which is why everyone is a little confused. The big question is how long this role reversal will last, and if full employment can be reached before inflation gets way out of control. In the meantime, though, continue enjoying those low airline ticket prices, but really, you'll still be overpaying for that 28 inches of legroom. Story to watch this week, Starbucks is unionizing. A Starbucks in Buffalo voted to unionize Thursday, the first corporate-owned location in the U.S. to do so. This occurred despite a well-publicized and funded anti-union push by the company over the past few months. One other Buffalo location voted against unionizing, And the third location voted in favor, but is facing a recount. Union organizers are hoping this will inspire viral collective action not only at other Starbucks locations, but across the unskilled sector. The number of Americans in unions has halved since just the 1980s, and the failure to unionize an Amazon warehouse earlier this year was a big loss as well. However, this small Starbucks win will definitely put some wind behind union sales, especially when considering Americans are quitting their jobs in droves and unions have the best public image since the 1960s. We always knew being a Starbucks barista must suck, but apparently misspelling everyone's names just isn't a big enough perk to keep them around. For this week's image, is this child screaming or laughing while getting their COVID shot? The world may never know. But if we had to take our guess, judging by the young man who is likely her sibling in the back and isn't intervening, she's probably just laughing. Finally, a good use of dogs, comforting children as they get their COVID shots. This week's number, pro-Trump counties have three times the COVID mortality rates. An analysis this week found that people living in counties which voted heavily for you-know-who, he who shall not be named, in 2020 had about three times the COVID mortality rate than people living in counties which voted heavily for Joe. That rate doubled to six times for the reddest tenth of counties compared to the bluest tenth of counties. In short, you know who supporters are less likely to get vaccinated and more likely to die from COVID. This shouldn't come as a huge surprise considering that 60% of Republicans remain unvaccinated compared to less than 20% of independents and Democrats and most deaths since the vaccine rollout have been among the unvaccinated population. What we're cooking this week, poached fresh halibut. We know, we know, we typically stick to satisfying our sweet tooths at home, but we finally got around to making the now canceled Allison Roman's tomato poached fish recipe. What can we say? She may be racist, but her recipes aren't. We used halibut as the fish and amped up the spice quite a bit, but the chili oil and crispy fried garlic and shallots were a revelation. Some fresh parsley sprinkled on top made for the perfect winter dish. Warm, satisfying, and made with mostly pantry ingredients. And in case you missed it, the UAE is adopting a Monday to Friday work week, giving up on the facade that they secretly want to be white people. GM is investing $3 billion into its Michigan plants in its shift to EVs, weeks after Ford announced EV investments which entirely bypassed the state. Joe announced the diplomatic boycott of the 2022 Beijing Olympics, along with Australia, Canada, and the UK. People on Delaware drove past a huge highway sign misspelling their state's name for days before realizing something was up, proving once and for all that no one cares about Delaware. That's the weekly rundown produced by Ahmed, Yunus, Faisal, and a special for this week, yours truly, Ghanim. Send us your feedback and questions, and please do subscribe at theweeklyrundown.us. Thanks for listening, and see you next week.